Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We are joined by the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> Clomp, 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 and we've got music news. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, it's kind of music news. It's kind of movie news. Um, There is a soundtrack which will be coming out this Friday. And you can pre-order it. Uh, Last Night in Soho is the movie starring um, Anya Taylor-Joy from, the heck was the name of her show? Where's Steve? Hey, Steve. Put me on. Oh, hey. Rocko. <laughs> I, you know, I, what, what's your, I'm, not, I'm leaving later this hour. I what know, are you trying sorry, to mute I thought you were me? done, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm here. The Queen's Gambit, I was yelling. Thank you. Okay, fine. Okay, so yeah, she's a wonderful actress, and apparently she can sing because she is showing off her skills uh, in her new movie. It's a so they just released a music video of the uh, the song Downtown, which we all know it'll be featured in the thriller Last Night in Soho, and let's see how she does. Kick it! Oh, I love it. She's good. I like that. Sounds good. You know who that sounds like? Uh, That sounds like I'm getting shades of. Help me now. Stand with me. An actress or a singer? Singer. Who does music? Uh, She did music in The Great Gatsby. Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Oh, sure. I hear that. That's like a Lana Del Rey version of Mm. that song. Because when she did... uh, Summertime Sadness, she did a slow, haunting version of it in The Great Gatsby. Oh, Lana Del Rey did. So there's like more of a techno version movie. of it. And that. you should see it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Thanks. Um, yeah, you would like it. Anyway, the Lana Del Rey. Okay. I love her. I love um, Lana. The movie, by the way, Last Night in Soho, uh, follows a young girl, passionate in fashion design, who is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, Mm. a dazzling wannabe singer. But 1960s London is not what it appears. Girl. And time seems to fall apart with shady consequences. Thank you. Um, Okay. Uh, In other music news, Steve, this is all you, buddy. I just got a lot more... Love and connection with Adele. Adele, who uh, came out with the party anthem last week, the dubstep remix of Skyfall. Or wait, no, what was the name of the song? I don't know. <laughs> that new haunting song that she yeah, came out with, good. sounding lovely. It broke all the Spotify records. Yeah, it broke amazing. the Alexa records. It was the most time that Alexa was asked yes. to play Easy that on song. Me. Easy on yes, me. Yes, that's the one. 
You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear okay. a little bit. All right, just in case you missed it the first time here. I got to turn the other right, one off. Right, here it is. Yeah. Okay. I'll skip to the good Yeah, part. yeah, why don't you? Yeah. Oh, it's just her voice makes me want to cry. It makes me so emotional. How many people oh. are going to butcher that song during karaoke? <laughs> or during American Idol the next season. Well, at least with Idol, you get a lot of good singers, but Pam... At a patio party. <laughs> this one goes out to my ex, Brandy. <laughs> what was the lady's name who did uh, Missy Elliott? Remember her? Oh, yes, she that was lady. Oh, so good. Oh, gosh. She was the one who, like, at a, at a campground, yes. did the uh, It's Your Feminipin Fuen Yet. Uh, that song. It was great. Oh, did you hear it, Rocco? No. She ended up um, going on Ellen. I think Rocco, you should probably okay. karaoke lady does Missy Elliott. Yeah, looking that up. Yeah, but that was pretty enjoyable. Oh, so, so go play this play in the meantime. Oh, here's Mary Adele. Halsey was her name. Um, here's Adele talking about what her last meal would be if you didn't already love Adele and find her approachable. Just wait for this. My ideal meal, my death row meal, my death last row. meal would be a McChicken nugget with a Big Mac and then fries. <laughs> That's my three course. I eat at least once a week. At wow. least once a week, she has a Big I mean, Mac, chicken nuggets, and fries. Come on, man. Her. Love you that. Know, she's in, I know it's not about this, but you know, she lost all this weight and she still finds a way to incorporate something she loves into yes. her diet once a week. So that's yeah. awesome. Uh, I do it. Yeah, you want to hear that karaoke thing? Yeah. yeah. I've never true. seen this before. This oh, is the one of her on the good. campground, right? Yes. Not on, all right. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my second time exclusive here at Goddard Park at the Cool Cat Karaoke. <laughs> Missy's funky white sister is in the park! <laughs> in the park. Get it. Is it Let me work it. I put my thing now, flip it, and reverse it. He's your friend if it's one yep. He's your friend if it's one yep. If you got a big... Okay. So, no, it's great there. Doesn't she blow the here. horn there? Sure yeah, she's got, got a big like some sort of, What do you call that thing? Like a ram's horn? A ram's horn, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Generally used, I believe, in the Old Testament days as a call to prayer. Oh, my God. Oh she's my so God. good. And, you know, some of these people wrote, like, old lady slays, you know, Missy Elliott. I'm like, I don't think she's that old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my second time exclusive. She's probably in her 30s. In the she's park. She's got some gray hair. Maybe 40s. Fine. All right, fine. But anyway, she just brings joy. All right. When we come back, um, I got a list of stars who are just too in their own head for their own good. If you ask me, a list of stars, and maybe not who you're thinking, who never, ever, ever watch their movies or the TV shows that they're in. This is bizarre. We'll dig into the list uh, when we come back. It's Donna and Steve, the experience on my talk. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer Rocco Bonello, otherwise known as DJ Rock Lobster. Hey, before I get into this list, Rocco, are you comfortable sharing your your Twitter handle? <laughs> or is that a private thing? Because well, we've had some people who have said, oh, I can't find him. Well, good good question. I thought you were going to say good riddance. No, because I I look at Twitter every day, but I do not. It's more of an input, not an output thing. Oh, I see. So don't look for me on Twitter because I have nothing to say. Well, I think what it is is they want they to just tag you, you when, I and you. comment or I don't show. post anything either, Rocco. 
and I only follow one person. I think <laughs> I think it's one person. Could be zero. I don't know. Rude. No. But I just keep it up because people try to connect. But I don't know. If You're a hipster. Want, and... I mean, seriously, you can at me if you want. I'm just not really. What are, I'm what not are a participant. You? I think I'm Brain Two Fifty. B R A I N Two Five Zero. That's the name of a band I was in, like in 1997. I love it. I just kind of kept it as a handle here and there. Brain Two Fifty. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to get me on the socials, find me on the on the gram. He grams hard. Oh, yeah. do you gram hard? Not really, but I don't I, gram. more than I more than I twit I tweet. I tweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's yeah, my name Rocco Bonello, B O N E L L O. Look for me. You. you might see me tagged in my talk post for my crazy Correct. shirts. Yeah. Back to you, Steve. Today a shirt says <laughs> I Tasca, you Tasca, everybody Tasca. That's right. <laughs> That's it's a crazy funny. shirt. You're Minnesota love there. Thank you, just Minnesota. Silly, really. Are you, you guys, know how you, if you guys were from here, you'd get it. Hey, Rocco, it. did you I see the? Us. Did you see the email about somebody complaining about Steve's Philly accent? Philly? I, I'm from <laughs> Pittsburgh. I don't know. No, which, I have not. Yeah, there was an email saying I listen to you, Steve rip on Donna's accent all the time, but what about Steve's terrible Pennsylvania accent? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank so, you. So in Pittsburgh, they have an accent, which is kind of like Mayor of Easttown. But see, Pittsburgh is five hours away from Philly, which is kind of where Mayor of Easttown is set. But they're, in Pittsburgh, they're called Yinzers. Because one of the things that instead of you guys or y'all, everybody says Yins. That mm. means like, wh- oh my gosh, what are Yins doing tonight? <laughs> oh my I gosh, come it. over. We'll go downtown. We'll go to Stiller game. We got to watch the Stiller game. Get some pierogies. I don't care. It's very weird <laughs> and really makes me feel at home when I fly back over the holidays. Oh, that's sweet. A lot of a lot of waitresses call you hun there. Okay, hun. Jin's I know you're going to eat yet or what? Jin's <laughs> need an arm. I'll get you coffee. It's okay. Stay there. <laughs> All the time. Anyway. Yeah, so she says that the the day we talked about ripping our shirts and how you went full Hulk Hogan and ripped your shirt off, <laughs> yes. she said you came out so Philadelphia when you said oh, Hulk, really? Hogan or whatever. Oh, probably Hulk Hogan. That's exactly <laughs> how they would say that. Yes. Oh my gosh, you just want a hoagie. Let's go watch Hulk Hogan. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. I don't even care. Oh my gosh. Good. So there you go. I love it. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Uh, you know how these actors are just so in their own head where they're like, I never watch any of my stuff. Yes. Feels a little weird to me. Here's a list of some others that you might not expect. You would expect it with what's his face, the guy who wins all the Oscars, Daniel Day Lewis. But how about Emma Stone? Emma Stone has only seen some of the movie Easy A. Quote, I went to a friend friends and family screening to see it. I had to get up and walk out. Who wants to watch themselves for that long? I agree. You I might, would. I might take a peek, but then I'd be like, I can't, I can't. Sometimes Hannah, as in millennial Hannah. Steve. Sometimes she'll take video of us, and I get so mad, and then she gets mad that I get mad because it's yeah. part of my job. Correct. I just, if I see it on the website, I just scroll right past it. I'm like, I can't, I can't look. I've worked with a photographer before who shall remain nameless who has shot photographs for radio folks and for TV folks. TV folks walk in, it's like, whatever, take the picture, I'm gone. I don't even care. I don't have to approve it, whatever, just put it up. Radio folks, Mm -hmm. this photographer has said, is just a train wreck of insecurity. Yes. 
Well, that's why we're in radio. You already know you're pretty. You know, we're like, oh, just struggling to look average. Speaking of which, still can't get the mascara off. <laughs> look at look at my eyes right now. Can you Vaseline? sense? Vaseline? I mean. Vaseline? Yeah, just whatever. Do you see that my lashes still look dark? Yeah, kind of. Right? I look like I was at a rock concert last night. You know who looks like that? Um, the guy on the morning show, the weatherman. Some people have like two rows of lashes or something. Nestor Carbono, something like that. Nestor, mm. Nestor Carbono, something like that. He was also in Lost. His yeah, his lashes are just naturally like that, and mm-hmm. they are amazing. Nestor Carbono, I think. It looks like he's wearing eyeliner, but yes. the thing is, some people are born with double rows of lashes. Oh. So I think he might have that condition. Wow. Or We took that from being a compliment, turned it into a diagnosis. <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, no, let's not, Adam Driver doesn't watch any of his own stuff. He's only seen the pilot of Girls. Oh. Just, he said, I haven't watched the show. I saw the pilot and I learned my lesson. I cannot help but see the mistakes. Wonder if the same holds true for the Star Wars movies. You know, it's interesting. I know Dawn thinks he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Okay. I always felt like he was, maybe it was just that his character was super annoying on Girls. See, I've never seen him in Girls. The first time I really got to know him was as Kylo Ren. Okay, and is he good? It's great. Yeah. Okay. It's great. Maybe it was just the role. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, you would expect this. He tries not to watch any of his movies, but he did say, quote, Paul Thomas Anderson, the director of uh, The Master and Her, um, he sat down and watched those two movies of Joaquin Phoenix's with him. He said, those are the only two I've ever seen. Like, he's never seen Joker. Joaquin Phoenix. He should. He's, He's great in it. Fantastic. Johnny Depp doesn't ever recall watching Edward Scissorhands, but he will watch Tim Burton's movies that he's not in. He should watch Edward Scissorhands. That is the sweetest movie. Steve, you should watch that with your kids. It is so darling. It is such a lovely story. I remember watching it as a child. Well, it's like about, you know, acceptance and yeah. people who are different. And it's just, and just what he does with his scissor hands is really fun. All those yeah, topiaries. A, and, yeah, right. A lot of nice. Yeah, and haircuts. Landscape. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, let's see here. Got a couple more. Jesse Eisenberg won't watch any of his movies. Said, I really like thinking that you're working in this little bubble and then you can experience personal emotions without thinking that it's going to be scrutinized. Right. By a lot of people. And Nicole Kidman has never watched her movies except for Australia and, and Moulin Rouge. She did both of those for Boz, Boz Lerman. What's who also, Australia? Movie. I don't recall that one. Okay. Boz Lerman, the man behind The Great Gatsby. Second time you need to see it, Donna. Okay. I got it right on my there? list. See? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I cracked a rib, but I'll You've be fine. You've been grabbing at your ribs recently. Don't worry about I it. I wonder if your ribs are broken. I think it's my underwire bra that's L- digging into my rib cage. 
Uh, let's play a game. 651-641-1071. College Pop Culture Knowledge. Next call now. Bet on me or Donna. Bet right. You win a prize. It's next. I'll be okay. <laughs> okay, Grace. All right. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience. On My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, let us play a little game. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are, and we have also got somebody on the phone that's hoping that one of you is perhaps smarter than the other. Her name is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hello. How are you? Hey, you. How are you? We're great. Hey, Steve. Where, where are you calling us from today? Montana. Whoa. Oh, oh I bet it's so beautiful. Uh, what's oh, happening? Gorgeous. You- gorgeous. Um, Fall. Oh, I bet. So, oh, do you do you live in Montana? Did you used to live in Minnesota? What's your story? Um, I live in Montana, and I know I found you looking for a podcast. I know years ago, and oh now I'm gosh. sort of hooked. Oh, oh my girl, God, that's well, awesome! Listen, send all our love to Montana. We really want to get out there someday. Yes. So, I'll call you if I do. Absolutely. Do you right. do you see um, bison mm-hmm. pretty much every day? Sometimes, not every day. No. Okay. Just no. So, all right. Well, let me ask you this. Do you ever see sloths? No, and okay. I don't know anything about sloths. Well, I'm hoping Donna and Steve do because it's International Sloth Day today. <laughs> mm, all right. Um, of course you don't see sloths in Montana because they are native of Central and South America. Correct. They spend their lives in the tropical rainforest. They move through the canopy at a rate of about 40 yards per day, munching on leaves, twigs, and buds. <laughs> And uh, going with this, you're such a oh weirdo. My and there's been a few uh, sloth things in pop culture, perhaps uh, movies. I think everything I'm going to talk about today is a movie. Munching on oh no, and... you better pick Steve because it's going to be some cartoon Maybe. kid movie. Donna, <sighs> believe in yourself. I believe in you, Steve. Okay, let's see. Uh, who do you believe in? I believe in Donna. Hey. Wow. Yeah. All right. Despite the All warning. Right. Bye, okay. Steve. Okay. Bye, Bye Steve. All right, Kathy, we'll give it our best shot, okay? Yeah. We'll give it a try. I don't know. All right. Well, guess what, Donna? Question one does not involve any sort of animation, so maybe you'll get it. You ready? Sure. Here's question one. Uh, as you probably know, sloth is one of the seven capital sins in Catholic teachings. You know what I'm talking about? The seven deadly mm-hmm. sins? Mm-hmm. Perhaps you remember in the 1995 movie Seven, starring Brad Pitt. What's in the box? A serial killer uses the seven deadly sins as a motif in his murders, including Sloth. Who played that murderer? I don't know for sure, so I'm just going to go with my old standby John Malkovich. And what 2016 Disney movie features Flash Slothmore, a worker at the DMV, Department of Mammal Vehicles? It's very funny, but I don't remember what the movie is called. I'm sorry, maybe Kathy can help. What animated Paleolithic film and TV franchise features a sloth named Sid, voiced by John Leguizamo? I think that is... Caveman? <laughs> I don't know. Well, 
I think, Kathy, I bet you Kathy's going to be able to help. Kathy, I'm a disaster. I don't know. <laughs> she told you not to pick her. But anyways, okay, let's go back to one. Do you remember oh, the 1995 movie Seven, Kathy? Yeah. Who was the bad guy in that movie? Yeah, I'm going with Donna. John Malkovich? Yeah, we... You said Malkovich. Okay, now we're going to a 2016 Disney movie. What's in the box? No, that's not this movie. Uh, This movie (laughs) featured a sloth who worked at the DMV, the Department of Mammal Vehicles. Do you remember what that movie was? No. Okay. Sorry. And then how about this one? I feel like I gave this one away. You're only hurting yourself, Kathy. What animated (laughs) Paleolithic film and TV franchise features a sloth named Sid, voiced by John Leguizamo? I think I know it. What is it? You have a chance. It's not right. I was going to say Ice Age. All I can think of is like Ice Age because it's prehistoric, but I don't know. I don't know. We're going to say that. We're going to change it from Caveman to Ice Age. Okay. Well, I don't know, I don't know why a sloth right. would be in the... I don't know. No, you could be right. You Rocco, what do you it. think we should do? I think you <laughs> should stick with your this answer, yes. Okay. Ice Age it is. Okay, let's wave at Steve. <laughs> All right. Hi, Steve. Steve's coming hey, back. Hey, Steve. Let's hey, make fun up, of everybody? him for stupid accent. What? All right, Steve. <laughs> Donna. How are you doing? How Good. Do you it sounded do? like How's right you? when I How do we came back, it? you said stupid accent. Were you talking about... What? Pittsburgh? No, accent? no, no, no. It has to do with the movie we were talking about. How By do you way. say the thing? How Yin's? How's Yin's doing? How Hoagie. do you say that? <laughs> oh my gosh! Like Hog Hogan. Oh my gosh! He's the best wrestler. I don't care what Yin's think. <laughs> <laughs> I like your disco re- shirt, by the way. Thank you so much. It's not a... <laughs> All right, Steve. I'm going to ask you three questions about sloths in pop culture. <laughs> All right, and we'll go see ahead. if you can uh, keep Kathy from winning a My Talk T-shirt. Yeah. And it goes like this, uh, sloth, you probably know, is one of the seven deadly sins in Catholic teachings. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you remember in the 1995 Brad Pitt movie, Seven, mm-hmm. a serial killer uses the seven deadly sins as a motif in his murders, mm-hmm. including sloth. Who played that murderer? <gasps> Shoot. I know now. Pass. What 2016 Disney movie features Flash Slothmore, a worker at the DMV, the Department of Mammal Vehicles? Okay, and what animated Paleolithic film and TV franchise? Ice Age. Yes. Um, The first one. Oh, man. Was it Edward Norton? No, they're they're in a different movie. That's different. First rule. Uh, (laughs) the, 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 The killer! Darn it. It's Morgan Freeman, isn't no, it? No, Morgan Freeman oh. is uh, Brad Pitt's like Helps. police partner. Oh, that's right. Who it is was it? the canceled Kevin Spacey. I yes! was going to say Kevin Spacey. I Dang said it! Malkovich. Yes. Damn. Oh. Uh, Steve did get the second one right. Zootopia. That was a pretty mm-hmm. funny scene. Yeah. And Steve got the third one right. I say. Why do you like Kathy, Steve? What's your problem? We told Kathy to pick Steve. Yeah, I we did. You told her to. Why doesn't Kathy <laughs> oh, take advice from her you trusted friends? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Kathy. Oh my gosh. Do Yins have accents out there in uh, Montana? No. Okay. <laughs> Kathy, are you a ra- are you a rancher? <laughs> What's your story? No, we just have a couple of acres and oh. dogs and such. Oh, I bet it's just gorgeous. Are there normal towns in Montana? Like like Bozeman? just a normal suburban town, or is it all I or, or, or is everyone who lives there landowners? Oh no, there's like normal 
towns and such, and then there's outlying towns and rural towns and ranching towns and. Yeah, I mean, not all of Man- Montana is like beautiful mountain landscapes, right? I mean, like the you know right. the the eastern right. part of Montana is kind of boring, and then yes, the mountains exactly. come. But yeah. it has its it has its good points. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Listen, well, call Kathy. Us again, Kathy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening all the way out in Montana. We love you, and uh, we hope that you call again soon. All right. You have a great day. Alrighty, you too, now. Kathy. Sorry. Oh, dang! I tried to warn her. You really did. Yeah. Oh man, nobody ever listens to me. I'm gonna get tipsy now. Are you for sure? I am. Yes. All right. Give me a beat, Donna. <laughs> Come on. What? What are you doing? Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tips. Yum yum. Everybody on the show getting tips. Yum yum yum. Everybody on the show getting tips. I've never heard this hack before, but I read it and I was like, this makes total sense. So if you're a couple and you are um, you're flying somewhere together, and you want to get a row all to yourselves. When you purchase your tickets ahead of time, go ahead and reserve your seats. And what you should do is, first step, reserve a window and an aisle seat in the same row. Even if somebody comes and wants to sit in the middle seat or they reserve that seat, then they're going to be happy when you say, you know what, we're sitting together out here. You can have the aisle or you can have the window, whichever one you want. We'll sit next to each other. Then they don't have the middle seat. They're great. But if they don't, if somebody doesn't click on that seat, then you've got a row to yourself. Why do you already look skeptical? <laughs> this is disappointing me. H, it, this sounds like a lot of work. Like a lot of work? What so, kind of life right. do you live where this is a lot of work? Do you all know right. what this is? This is pushing two buttons. When you select your seat, you just don't hit the middle seat. Okay, so. Oh, all right. Let me get this straight. Okay, because it was complicated. I haven't even got. I'm booking the aisle. My husband's booking the window, and then what now? Okay, (laughs) so then there are there is a a higher likelihood in that situation Uh that if other people are choosing their seats, they're going to try to avoid picking a middle seat. Sure. So if you don't have a full capacity plane, you might end up with that entire row, as opposed to just choosing a middle in an aisle or a middle in a window. You don't even give yourself a chance. Okay. The way to really increase the odds, they say, do that in aisle thirteen, because superstitious people who have weak belief systems, like you, Donna. They try to avoid choosing aisle 13 because it's bad luck. I did not know that. Okay, that's useful. I I accept. Thank you. Now, listen, I have to go. Where are you going? I'm going to go. I'm going to go downstairs into my living room and uh, moderate an event happening today oh. from, my, from my living oh, room. Oh, is it at the disco? It's not at the disco. <laughs> this is a nice black button-up shirt. It's not a disco thing that I'm emceeing. Rocco, Come on, what do man. You think? Um, hang on. Yeah, he could go nightclub and he, he, night at the Roxbury. Yeah. yeah, I like it. You just what need is a, love. You need the uh, Italian horn, gold chain, <laughs> <laughs> rope chain with the Italian sure. horn, okay. and maybe a medallion or two, and you're good to go. All right, great. Uh, meanwhile, this show is about to become the Donna and Rocco experience. Oh, yes. Woo! Just like so, we planned. 
hug. I leave you guys in love, okay? All right. Bye, Bye. Steve. I just want to remind people very quickly about Project Down and Dirty Construction, which is presented by David at First Equity and Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Friday, November 5th, you could come and see us live at Extreme Sandbox, Minnesota for some fun events uh, to close out construction week. And tickets are on sale now, Rocco. Did you know this? Yeah, we need to talk about this, but yeah. I mean, we need a strategy. Okay, maybe we should. First, let me just tell you that our charity partners are Crescent Cove, Make-A-Wish Minnesota, Minnesota Academy of Science, Encourage Kenny. Please go and learn more about it at Project Down and Dirty uh, Construction, which you'll find at mytalk1071.com, keyword project. Yeah, maybe we'll try to strategize before we get out of here today on like... yeah. Like what's gonna happen? Are we, we're on a team, right? I, You're on I our assume team. so. And we gotta drive some things. Maybe like there's some construction equipment here at Hubbard that we can like we can practice, practice on, on. Like yeah. a skid steer. Yeah, whatever that is right. for sure. I would love I, that. Yeah, we need to because otherwise I think Kenny's gonna beat us. Oh, Kenny! I feel like he knows how to drive a I bulldozer. Think Kenny thinks he knows everything, <laughs> but he doesn't. Because women are better at working this equipment than men. Ooh, I like it. There's been a study on it. Anyway, we don't have time for that. When we come back, Meghan Markle's dad wants to see his grandbabies. We'll get to that. And the queen declines an award. We'll tell you what that award is coming up next on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's the Donna and DJ Rock Lobster Show. <laughs> Yay, Steve's gone. Yeah, finally. He can't hurt us anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, Steve had to leave a little bit early today, but um, I think he's back again tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're going to have a bunch of weird uh, comings and goings in the next week or so, but we're going to keep you entertained. Because you're gone a day or two, I'm gone a day. Then Steve's out a couple of times next week. We're going to have some guests uh, joining us. It's fun. It's fun to switch it up. Switch it up, yeah. (laughs) All right, let me start with Queen Elizabeth, okay? Okay. She's 95 years old. And she, um, she nixed an award for Oldie of the Year. From a British magazine. Okay. With a polite, if slightly cheeky, response. Her Majesty, this is what she said, okay? Okay. Her Majesty believes you are as old as you feel. As such, the Queen does not believe she meets the relevant criteria to be able to accept. And hopes you find a more worthy recipient. This is what her uh, private secretary said. Was it a in big a time magazine? I mean, to get the Queen to even respond, it must have been somewhat legit. Well, right? it's a British monthly magazine called The Oldie, and it's aimed at the mature. Okay. Uh, and it's set as a lighthearted alternative to a press obsessed with youth and celebrity. It's probably similar to that AARP magazine you get. Exactly. And I do get it. And I am proud of it. Okay, it's good. an excellent magazine. And they're a sponsor of this radio station. That's Thanks, right. AARP. We love you. Um, so every year, this magazine bestows an oldie of the year in this lighthearted okay. ceremony. So previous uh, winners have included Glenda Jackson, David Hockney, Peter Blake, Eileen Atkins, none of whom I've ever heard of. (laughs) (laughs) And she is 95. She is. I'm just a little surprised that she declined, not that she declined, that they didn't 
bestow this award upon her years ago. <laughs> I'm surprised that the queen even responded to a magazine called The Oldie. I know. <laughs> oh, look at this. At least one member of the royal family does approve of the ceremony. The queen's daughter-in-law, Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall. Okay. If that's a real thing. Uh, turned up at an oldies awards lunch to hand out some honors, like champion knitter of the year. Okay. She probably needed some good press because yeah. she is Camilla. I, you know, after watching The Crown, okay. I don't feel the way I once felt about Camilla and Charles. Well, and I didn't watch it and I don't pay attention to any of this stuff, which is why I got kicked off the Lori and Julia show. Yeah, yeah you're really. going to get kicked off this one soon, too. But yeah, they, I mean, they were really <laughs> in love, right? I mean, the, the Diana thing was kind of a setup and it, it was uncomfortable. Yes. But- and what's sad for Diana is that she really did love Charles and wanted to be with him and be a princess and all that stuff. But meanwhile, he's in love with this other woman, but because of. Right what would you call it appearances keeping up appearances he couldn't marry somebody who was married and didn't according to the the crown camilla was married to this other dude i think that dude and prince charles sister anne if i'm remembering correctly had kind of a flirty thing wow i'll have to ask my wife she watches the crown i can't believe you don't watch it it's not my problem it's history your history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great show. I've heard that. All right. Well, anyway. For my wife to watch anything, it must be pretty good. She's not a big TV watcher like me. I got it. I I finished Only Murders in the Building last night. And? I really like it. At one point, I was kind of over it. I was like, the, Steve Martin and Martin Short and even Selena Gomez. They really He's a pretty good they brought it home. It was it's a good finish. Okay. Is it funny? Yes. Okay. Uh it's about um uh There's a murder in the building, right? Yeah, and it's about it's kind of a joke on true true, true crime podcast Got fans. It. Um, and so, yeah, Martin Short, Steve Martin, Selena Gomez start their own true crime podcast solving a murder in their own New York City apartment building. Uh, okay. Super funny, Steve. It's funny to see Steve Martin and Martin Short work together. Um, I agree. Yeah, and this, I know they tour together. I think it might be coming here. They some comedy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I might go have to go see that. Oh, well, maybe I'll here. go with you. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Bye. Will you buy my ticket? Maybe. Okay. Um. All right. What else do you want to talk about? There's I want more to talk royalty about, news. There is, although she's no longer royalty. Right. That is true. Uh, Meghan Markle. Uh, apparently, her father Thomas Markle is was on TV again and uh, he has stated that he will keep doing interviews a show a month if he can get it through um, about Megan until she accepts him back into her life. So, I mean... That doesn't sound like it'll work. It does not sound like a good plan, Thomas. Uh, If you really want to make up with your daughter, you should stay away from the TV. His latest appearance was on Good Morning Britain, and they've basically been hosting his every thought for years. Um, And he's complaining. He's like, I don't know what changed her. She's never been that way before. And once she hooked up with Harry, she's changed. You know, she hooked up with a, he says, with Soho Club. 
and a different group of people, but she pretty much disowned both sides of her family, and I don't understand the reason for it. Then he goes on to say that he wants to see his grandchildren. He takes digs at poor Harry. Um, He says that Harry abandoned his grandma and the whole British people and the army. So this is I do enjoy reading some of this juicy stuff, though, I have to say. Your life would change a bit if you married a prince or started dating a prince. I would say so. Yeah, I'd say so long to you two. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm dating the princess. I just don't. uh, I'll be in Soho. He might take her to court. But if he does that, that's going to be bad, too. To see the grandkids. Yeah. I don't. What? Just, Thomas, just maybe (laughs) chill out for a while. Be nice. Yeah. And and don't be spilling all the tea, as the Brits say. (laughs) They do like their tea. (laughs) Anyway, that's that's my story. I don't know what to do with it. I just think he needs to. He's going about it all wrong and he's just making things worse. Thank you. I don't know anything about. The Meghan Markle, but I know I don't like really like her dad. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. Yeah, I, I and I don't think I think he's just maybe a troubled guy, and he's doing these interviews because I think he's getting paid. So the more he keeps these headlines up, you know, the better he is able to support himself. He's getting that money from uh, Good Morning Britain or wherever. Yes, from yeah. Piers Morgan. Yeah, right. Is a- he still on that show? Let's, yeah, I think he is, yeah. And he does not like the Meghan Markle either, right? No, because he feels like uh, she abandoned him or something because he kind of went out to dinner with her and then she just never, she ghosted him, I think. So he's taking it personally. We're going to ghost this right here.